Hi everyone. So the devil must be big mad because I just spent the last 15 minutes recording my podcast and it said uploaded and I noticed I don't see it anywhere. So let's see if um, we can do this again. So what I didn't get to do in the first um, one was pray first. And, you know, I've always been trying to pray first. So let's pray. So, Lord, I just thank you. I thank you that, you know, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. I thank you, Lord, that we have all authority to trample serpents and scorpions and no harm shall come to us. Lord, I just ask you, Lord, as we as we dive into you, Lord, as we dive into your word, Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would refresh us with the word. I pray, Lord, that it would seep deeply into our hearts. I pray, Lord, that it would reach the people that it needs to reach, Lord. I pray, Lord, that, you know, that single mother, Lord, that is crying, that is weeping, that has lost hope, Lord. I pray for that student, Lord, who has doubt, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would give them a word of knowledge, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would reveal your 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 secrets to them, Lord, because the word says that you tell your secrets to your friends, Lord, and we all want to be counted a friend of God. So, Lord, as we start to study, Lord, I pray that the word would penetrate us today, Lord, that our spirits would be stirred in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. So, guys, like I said, um, today's podcast is about having a servant's heart. And the reason how this even came up is because I'm in a job transition now. You know, I'm starting this business. And as the business takes shape, I'm not sure. I'm I'm kind of being led then. So there are things that are happening that I didn't think would happen. Um, so one of the things I'm doing is I'm I'm doing commercial sales for two apparel brands. And I was good with the first brand. I was like, oh, that's fun. That's nice. But the second one kind of makes me just feel like a sales rep. Now, there's nothing wrong with being a sales rep. I actually had been asking the Lord for sales jobs. It's so funny what the Lord does. But truthfully, when I asked the Lord for a sales job, I meant like a sales manager. I meant like the sales manager of a, you know, a much larger company where I would have employees under me. Not that I would be the employee that is under it, and certainly not a small company where, you know, um, a lot of it is you, you know. And it got me thinking, like, when did you get back to this place? So um, I I researched scriptures on having a servant's heart because it kind of came to me. I just kept hearing servant's heart, servant's heart. And it led me to um, Philippians 2, verses 3 to 5. And it says, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility regard others as better than yourselves. Let each of you look not to your own interests, but to the interest of others. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. And, you know, this is probably the third time I'm reading this um, today, and it still has the same ring to it. But every time I read it, I see something else. So it convicted me earlier. But no, it's just pointing out things that are just not like Christ. It's not, it's because verse 5 says, let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus doesn't have self, selfish ambition, nor is he conceited. You know, and if we, if we had any doubt, 
it's it, 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 it says, let each of you look not to your own interest, but to the interest of others. And the word of God says that we know he loved us because He lo- while we were yet wicked, he loved us first. And then it goes on to say that Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, which is mind-blowing, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself. And I wanted to pause here because there are so many things to unpack and we can't unpack everything, but there are so many things to unpack. So this is Jesus. This is Jesus who is a part of the Godhead. This is Jesus who is the son of God. This is Jesus who represents God. This is Jesus who, I mean, excuse he came, didn't regard himself as... Do you hear what it says? It says, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited. A lot of us, we put so much emphasis on our status, who we are, who we're married to, what position we play, what 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 money is in our bank account, what our last name is, where we live, which neighborhood, and we exploit it. But this is saying that Jesus did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but instead emptied himself. So basically he became nothing. It says, taking the form of a slave. So if we look back even to the time of day. So Jesus didn't never come back as a man, just like a regular man, like a little man, unless he was a carpenter. But if, if it's talking about the heart that he came back in, he, he he didn't come back with a CEO. He didn't come back with a presidential status. It says he came back at the very lowest of the low, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness and being found in human form. He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death. I am not that obedient. Let me tell you from now. And when you think about it, for the son of God to go through that out of humility, because it says, but in humility, regard others as better than yourselves. Look not to your own interest, but to the interest of others. When it was Jesus who did say from morning, I will go. It was Jesus who did get up and say, no, father, let's find another way. It was Jesus that they get up and say, forgive them, father. They know what they do. They know not what they do. It is Jesus that said it was finished. And it is Jesus here that is saying he has humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Has, has, has anybody ever stepped on a nail? A rusty nail that's either pricked your foot or ran up your foot halfway. How painful that is. Now, if, if, I can't even imagine to tell you to imagine. Imagine it going through your foot. Then imagine the weight of your body on a cross hanging. Let's just not. And it says that Jesus became obedient to the point of death. Now, if Jesus can be obedient to the point of death, why can't you take a cashier's job? Why can't you take a custodian job? Why can't you take wherever it is that the Lord is putting you? Because it's not about just taking the job. It is where the Lord is leading you. Because in this, the Lord is probably training you. In this, the Lord is showing you how to build relationships. In this, the Lord is sending you out to be a part of his great commandment and his great commission, which is to make fishers of men. Because we are people of God, so we carry the presence of God. 
And if we weren't sure that that was the case, if we look at verse 12 and 13, it says, Therefore, my beloved, just as you have always obeyed me, not only in my presence, but much more now in my absence, because this is after Jesus has died. This is after Jesus has given up his life. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who is at work in you, enabling you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. And this just tells us that the things that we're doing, it's not it's not really us that got up and decided, let's be a CEO, let's be a custodian, let's be a hairstylist. All these things are given to us by God. All these things, we are equipped by Jesus. All these things, we are equipped by the Holy Spirit. We are called, we are qualified. And if we thought again that it isn't fair and if we thought again that this can't surely be God because why would God it says do all things without murmuring and arguing it says it is by your holding fast to the word of life that I can boast on the day of Christ that I did not run in vain or labor in vain this entire passage is about the Christian life, about Christ as our example, and about duties as Christians. Now, I want to just double back because I just caught something else. After it says that Jesus died on a, um became obedient, even death on a cross, it says, therefore, and every time the Lord uses therefore in the Bible, it is basically almost, and well, Every time I've seen, it's always because of an act of obedience or a covenant that the Lord has, has made with his people. So like when he says, therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. It, you know, and here it says, therefore, God also highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name. This is the person that came in the form of a slave. That that God then decided that the name that he has would be above every name. And if we had any doubt, it says, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bend in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Do you hear what God said? That at the name of Jesus, that name that we proclaim, that name that we, that we proclaim over our lives, when we say in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, when we say we plead the blood of Jesus, it says we're using a name of, of I don't want to call Jesus a person, but you know, a, 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 the name of someone who left his position, who left his lofty position, took something that was less than, way, way, way less than, so that therefore God could exalt him. That every knee in heaven, on earth, and even under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And you know, I just love the Holy Spirit. I just love God because in the first recording, I didn't see this. In the first recording, I didn't notice this part. And so you see, the Lord will always use the things that were meant for your harm for your good. So if you are taking a step back or two steps back or three steps back, I 
I just want to encourage you that even Jesus took two, three, four, five, six steps back in order to bring salvation, in order to bring peace, in order to bring freedom, in order to bring... He became a slave so that we could be free. Think about it. He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death. And as much, I mean, seriously, all his friends left him. Everybody that swore like, yo, Jesus, you're my dog, you're my dupes, never that. Every last one of them left him. So that we, and he still went to the cross so that we could be free. And so, um, you know, if it's pride that's working against you, I cast it down in the name of Jesus. If it is fear that is coming against you, I come against the spirit of fear in the name of Jesus. Because the word says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of peace and love and joy and a sound mind. So I pray for you that you would follow the leading that God has given you. Because it says, once we obey, therefore, God will exalt us. So um, that's just my piece, pretty much. Um, it's taken a completely different turn than I um, certainly set out with the first time. Same turn, but certainly different. And I love how God uses the word in, in, in so many different ways. I love that God's word is a precedent that there's precedence here, you know, that we can look to the word to guide us in, in pretty much every situation. So, you know, and I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just looking at the Bible and the words are just kind of coming off the page. And if you read chapter one, verse 29, it says, and this is God's doing, for he has graciously granted you the privilege not only of believing in Christ, but of suffering for him as well. Since you are having the same struggle that you saw I had and now hear that I still have. I mean, he's saying that it is a privilege to suffer alongside or for the name of Jesus. So if you're going through a period where you feel exploited, where you feel left out, where you feel like, why do I have to go back and do this? Just know that the Lord is using you for good. He's using you for good. He's using you for the purpose that he's called you for because no weapon formed against us shall prosper. If God be for us, then who shall be against us? You know, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. It says the sun shall not strike us by day nor the moon by night. I mean, it says he gives his angels charge over us. It says he rejoices over us in singing. Like, what manner of love is this? So even if he asks us to take a step back, it must be to propel us forward. So I just thank you guys for listening. And, um, I, you know, all of you that, tune in download listen i really appreciate it because i never ever thought i'd have a podcast i mean i i, I never thought i'd have anything to talk about and um you know thank you for rocking with me all right good night guys <laughs>